That was a dead. trumpet. That was a horn. Um, I don't know. I don't know instruments very good, so I'm gonna say it was a random brass instrument. Um, somehow Matt and I were the ones who were traveling last week and this weekend, and Jake is the one who's sick. Um, so we're doing a bonus episode this week. One more week to wait for our Oscars bracket. Uh, Matt and I are coming in raw. And here's the thing, audience. You know when you travel, you're not sitting on the plane. There's not much to do. You're trapped in a flying metal tube in the sky. Which, honestly, kind of suspicious when you think about it. How Pretty they get suspect. up there. Yeah. What's, um, what's going on there? But th- there's one shared human experience. Uh, that comes with flying, and that is the airplane movie. Mm. So, Alex and I <laughs> uh, watched two different movies while on an airplane. Um, two different airplanes, in fact. Mm-hmm. We don't know what the other person has seen, and we're going to attempt to um, make a fanfic about them, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> some sort of fanfic. Here's my question, just starting off. You don't have to say what movie you watched yet. Um was it a good movie to watch on a plane? And I'll let you decide for yourself what that means. Mine. It, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Which, Mine wasn't. There's a difference <laughs> between good movie to watch on a plane and a good movie audience. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But uh, one one more thing before we, we get too deep in this um, intro here. Uh, hey, we're the Tough Cut Podcast. Um, and I'm Matthew. <laughs> I'm Alex. And I forgot that we had to do that. Yeah, and we're going to talk about airplane, <laughs> airplane movies. All right, with that. I feel like we've danced around it uh, quite a bit here, but it, it's it's time to just get down to brass tacks, and, and we need to reveal what we've seen. Yeah, Because I'm off, guessing the odds... The yeah, the odds we've seen each other's movies are pretty low. You have certainly seen the movie that I watched. Ooh, that's convenient. Hopefully I have. I, I think there is like, it, it's like a 99% chance you've seen my movie. Uh, it would be okay. wild. I, I actually think it would be crazy if you hadn't seen it. All right. Um, well, do you want to go first then? Yeah. I mean, my movie, um, so I was on a Delta flight and mm-hmm. I went up to that little screen and I went to movies A to Z and swiped my finger back and forth for a little while and I landed on Inception. Oh, uh, which is a pretty good movie that is huh. not good to watch on a plane because the sound mixing is God awful. Some moments hmm. are so, so loud and some moments are so, so quiet. Um, and if you not off for even a little bit, a little bit of sleepiness on that plane, uh, you missing a whole lot in this one. Had you seen Inception? Yes, I have seen Inception before. Whew, okay. <laughs> um, for the audience's sake, would you would you like to give them a, a very high-level rundown? Yeah, so Inception is a heist movie where they are... Um, the concept is you can share dreams with people and put yourself inside someone else's dream and pull other people into it too. And if you go deep enough, you can plant an idea in someone's subconscious so it changes their whole life and whole outlook on life. And also, um, Leonardo DiCaprio is in it. And they do that. That's pretty good. Yeah, and they go to multiple layers of dreams. Oh, yeah, yeah. You go, like, it's, um, like, one layer. It's, like, a video game where it's, like, the first layer of the dream is, like, one level, and it's, like, pretty chill. But then the deeper you go, the, like, 
more dangerous it is or something. If you die in deep dream, you end up in dream purgatory forever. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. All right. Well, what did did you watch? In much the same way, um, I scrolled back and forth and just kind of randomly picked a film. Mine was not A to Z. It was genres. And I ended up with a, I think, a romantic comedy. Um, you sound very unsure. That is technically the genre, but I just don't remember if that's the section it was categorized okay. Okay. under. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I watched a film called Moonshot. That's uh, from 2022, directed by Christopher Winterbauer. Um, and basically, uh, Cole Sprouse uh, <laughs> is very dumb and plays what is at whenever the plot needs him to be the dumbest man on the planet. Wow. Um, as he is infatuated with a billionaire who has a Mars colony and he really wants to go to Mars. Wow. It's like the only thing he wants in life. He falls in love with a girl. She goes to Mars because she's really smart. And he's like, I got to get me up to Mars. <laughs> um, and then there is Sophie played by the, uh, girl from all the boys I've loved before. Oh, Wow. Um, and she is super smart and she has a plan with her life and her boyfriend is really smart too. Um, and, uh, she's really rich. So she buys a ticket to Mars. Mm. It costs (laughs) (laughs) $900,000. Um, and Cole Sprouse, uh, begs her to let him sneak on board. And that's basically what happens. And then they slowly fall in love. And do the other two smart people fall in love too? No. Mm. Is Zach Braff the like billionaire who's colonized Mars? Yes. Wow. I'm. I looked this movie up on Wikipedia and I just saw the first six people in the cast. You 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 nailed it. Yeah. Zach Braff is the billionaire that shows up in the last twenty minutes. Um, <laughs> and Cole Sprouse, the dumbest man on both planets, um, sells his like likeness and really his soul in perpetuity to a billionaire for a marketing campaign, and that was a pretty good plot point. This movie has a lot of weird thoughts about the wealthy. Wow. It, it doesn't, like, it doesn't want to take a stance. <laughs> it, like, wants to make fun of them, but it's also like, but rich people paid for this movie, so we can't be too mean. Yeah, like, literally. Anyway, um, it was a good airplane movie in the sense that, like, <laughs> there is no other time I would have watched this. Wow. You know, that's that's a good policy to have, I feel like, on airplane movies. Um. And just to to highlight, not that it's the end-all, be-all, there are six fans of this movie listed on um, <laughs> on Letterboxd. Six fans? As opposed yeah. to what? Like, normal movies have, like, thousands or hundreds of thousands? Or yeah, Inception's 40,000. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, those 16 people have said they've watched Moonshot, so really, we're in the elite. <laughs> um, yeah, wow. so, like, it's a... It's a it's an it's an interesting one. So so okay, you having seen both of these movies, where do you think these movies slot together? What's the what's the most obvious, I think? The most obvious slot together is that Cole Sprouse dreams of Mars a lot. Like he just he wants to go there so badly and then it turns out it fucking sucks. It's just like Earth, but uh not so, like, that is, like, the most obvious intersection is, okay. like, he really wants to do this thing. So, like, if they accidentally ended up in Cole Sprouse's brain, it'd just be, like, <laughs> he just, he just want he, like, really wants to be an explorer, like, okay. an adventurer. Mm. 
what, what, what if what he's, about Dream Explorers? Yeah, what if he, what if it's Dream Explorers? What if he's <laughs> what if Cole Sprouse and during this ad campaign works more with Zach Braff and Zach Braff mm-hmm, is like, mm-hmm. hey, I've been working on this new technology. Do you want to test it out? And it's dumbest person alive, Cole Sprouse going through dreams, trying through to survive. Dreams. Honestly, I, I think that there's some legs to this concept. Nice. Um, yeah, so he becomes an Oneronaut. Ooh, is that word. it? Is that the is on, is Onero the Greek? Would that be the dream? Probably Oneric. There we go. Oneronaut. Yeah, totally. Totally would be. Um, so yeah, the the last unexplored territory left is our dreams. The first Oneronaut. The dumbest man in our universe. <laughs> well, because c- it's like sending a monkey, you know? It's like... <laughs> they can die. They've, they've graduated fine. above, like, rodent test subjects. And now they're like... Zach Braff is like, well, it's bad publicity to get a monkey now. So I'm going to send Cole Sprouse. <laughs> yeah, okay. So he's going to be investigating the dreamscape. And there are, like, two different ways I can see this going. Obviously, Inception's got, like, a pretty serious take on um, going through dreams and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's also part of me that, like, the unfilled potential (laughs) in using dream exploration to um, basically write, like, a a sketch comedy movie. (laughs) (laughs) Where it's like he just keeps going to new dreams and each dream is a new sketch? Yeah, exactly. That is so funny. So the, but the, the obviously very important piece is like, where, like, where is the, the heart of the through line? Like where to the, 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 the guys and gals from inception, like mm. collide with this, you know? Sure. So we've got the Oniro knot jumping from dream to dream. Well, I think it starts off as kind of like a wacky, goofy thing. Like you mentioned sketch comedy, you know, I think we may be pulling everything everywhere all at once where like each dream he goes to ah. is weirder and weirder. Um, you know, and then I think like eventually he gets deep enough that he goes into that purgatory or whatever, because for some reason it's a shared universe, I guess. Um, (laughs) and which like is canon in inception, right? Like he goes back to the same dream universe that he was in before when he was trapped. So it's like, that is the dream purgatory. Um, so I guess like he goes there. Uh, once he gets too deep, and then it's like he's in like a century of dream purgatory with Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, uh, Saito, the billionaire. Oh, that, uh, hey, multiple billionaires. Ooh, he's like Zach and, Braff. Ooh, hmm? ooh. <laughs> yeah, maybe Zach Braff comes in after him, and he's like, "I need my monkey back." <laughs> we well, have to be able to prove to the public that you can survive this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and seeing as, you know, a bit of genre mixing here, do we keep the, the romance angle? Does Cole Sprouse fall in love? Does his love come with him? I think Zach um, Braff and Saito. Does he fall in love? Ooh. I think Zach mm. Braff and Saito form a little love connection, you know? Ooh. Billionaires from Starcrossed Worlds. Yeah. I think because wealth uh, marries wealth. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Because I think we have to keep that, you know, that biting criticism <laughs> that the original <laughs> moonshot has. 
Yeah, where it's like, okay, we'll poke a little fun, but no, be careful. We can't go too hard on it, so it will be a a touching uh, marriage scene. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, like, Cole Sprouse has to do the whole, like, he has to make fun of Wealth Marries Wealth, and then it turns out that they, like, are a truly beautiful romance, and they, like, actually are, like, have a genuine connection. And there is um, uh, a a ship engagement plays a, (laughs) albeit so minor, it barely needed to happen moment in Moonshot. What do you mean? What does that mean? Um, The people in the stateroom next to the main characters um, are a lovely couple. And the joke is they've been together for a really long time and haven't gotten married yet. Mm. Um, And then they do. And yeah, and then basically the captain of the ship is like, I'm a captain, I can marry ya. And Cole Sprouse gives such a heartfelt speech that they get engaged. Wow. Well, yeah. so here's a question. Because Inception, it's like a big deal that Elliot Page is this architect and is like super smart and cre- can create any kind of puzzle with their brain for like the first 20 minutes of the movie and then it's never really talked about again. Um, <laughs> Cole Sprouse being the biggest idiot in the world, how do you, th- how effective do you think he is at, at crafting these dreamscapes? Like, do you think it's one of those things where like, he's so dumb that random things happen and it draws too much dream attention. So like he has to go deeper to escape. Ooh. Hmm. I, I honestly could see it being like an accidental, um, idiot savant where like, mm. He's good at it, but in a way he can't quite control. Like, it's yeah. an untamed power. Okay. And then um, uh, that movie I didn't see with Jason Momoa, where I think he gets chased by the dream police. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What? There was another dream movie? <sighs> this one, like, just came out. I saw It was on Netflix. I saw some ads for it and stuff. Um, he plays a guy with some little... Yeah, Slumberland. A young girl discovers a secret map to the dream world of Slumberland, and with the help of an eccentric outlaw, she traverses dreams and flees nightmares with the hope that she'll be able to see her late father again. Let me tell you, the picture that I see of this movie is a little girl with maybe a rabbit on her shoulder in, like, a snowy landscape, and behind her is Jason Momoa looking like the biggest pervert I've ever seen with, like, this, I think he's shirtless. Yeah, he is. He's, um, he's an out. He's an eccentric outlaw, Alex. He sure, that's why the dream police show up. He sure is. Oh, it's not a rabbit. It's a little teddy bear that I think Aww, is cute. a. It's a teddy bear bunny. Um. Well, I'm gonna watch that movie now. Yeah. So, like, what if the dream police show up, dude? You know? That would rock. What if? What if? Um. This is in the future because they've colonized. Moonshot Mars. takes place in 2049. So, what if that is still slightly in the future after? Uh, after Inception. And so what's happened is that this tech has been invented before, but was discarded because it wasn't safe and it was illegal. Zach Braff has mm. reinvented it and rediscovered it. <laughs> like any extent- good billionaire. Any, like any good billionaire, he has <laughs> stolen his greatest idea. Um, and uh, so he is getting chased into... Uh, uh, the dreamscape, and he is trying to figure out if it's a safe place for him, so he sends... Uh, uh, Cole Sprouse in. Yeah, um, dumb monkey. Leonardo DiCaprio, now being a legal citizen again, uh, mm. has been drafted into the Dream Police as like a detective. Ooh. And he's chasing him down. Ooh. And so it's like, like a, it like turns out he's a good guy. You realize it's crossover with Inception, but it doesn't like say it at first because they don't use the same terms because Zach Braff is like, I discovered this. 
<laughs> yes, like any good billionaire. Okay, okay, I like that. So it's, we're 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 shifting to a slightly more doesn't it, it's not like necessarily a more serious tone, um, but like there, there's a little bit more coherent plot. Yeah, I know? think it's like it's like an action comedy, you know, where it's like I, yes. it starts off pretty light hearted, and then it turns out that like Leonardo DiCaprio is there and he's hunting Cole Sprouse. <laughs> And yes. I think it's like a big twist. Like I feel like it's maybe marketed a little bit as like this could be a, a prequel to Inception. Like, but we'll never tell. Like maybe there's a, a scene of like a like a not the top spinning, but like a top spinning. You know, yeah. used in one of the trailers, and it's like, oh, they're just like they're a dream movie, so they're referencing the other big dream movie as like a joke. Yeah. Um. And then there's this amazing scene deep in where it's. It's just revealed that, no, this is all a shared universe. Yeah, I think, no, no, they don't announce that Leonardo DiCaprio's in it. Like, they don't, they don't oh, tell you. And then, so it's like, him. you get into the movie, and it's like, holy shit, is that Leo? Is that Leo? What's he doing? Dream cop Leo. And you think it's just gonna be a, like, cameo at first, because Inception, ha ha ha, funny. And then it, like, is full on doing the Inception. Okay, yes. So it starts off, the first, like, three, four dreams he jumps through, it's like... Like you said, starts off, um, each one gets increasingly silly, kind of everything everywhere all at once. Maybe not explicitly sketches, but like, you know, we're, we're bopping around with a with a good bit of lightheartedness. And then like you get your, your wink and nod at Leonardo DiCaprio and then it just like swings back around to no, he's fully in the movie and he, I feel like we got to we got to ratchet the stakes. Oh, you know, OK, maybe gun someone down. Here's the concept. <laughs> okay. It's OK. Zach Braff. It's Zach Braff's dream. So Zach Braff shows up, but like doesn't realize exactly what's going on. So, so he he invented this technology and accidentally ends up inside of his own dream. Well, I think he knows that he's in his own dream, but I feel like he, I feel like he is like going along with the dreams. You know, he's not like, he's like what the, what's his name? Uh, what the, the like, target of the inception was right where it's like the Mm. first few dreams he's just like in the dream right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um i think leonardo dicaprio gets into the dream and kills zach braff in the dream and so they're like well fuck that was the guy who was dreaming what do we do now and so the stakes are like escape from dreamland okay okay we do lose our 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 almost biting commentary but you know what yeah, our beautiful romance. That's okay. That's okay. You sound like you have an al- an alternative. Oh, I'm, I'm working. I'm working. Oh, a little yeah, bit, yeah. You work know? that sauce. Start. Yeah, yeah. You, you, sometimes you got to workshop your your fanfic a little bit, and that's what we're doing. We're iterating here. <laughs> we're creating art. This is art. Hmm. Zach Braff's dead. We know the movie's serious now because yeah. it's like now we're you know the and threat of being trapped in the dreamland forever is very present so here's the question leon does leonardo dicaprio kill zach braff or does cole sprouse accidentally kill zach braff with his, with his dumb brain antics <laughs> Ooh, there there is part of me that feels like for the plot it's better if leo does it but just like <laughs> witnessing the scene where this film that's been mostly lighthearted up until that point and then he just like accidentally like creates a giant spire that crushes Zach Braff (laughs) against a wall. And it's just like overwhelmingly gory. Like 
<laughs> this has not been the vibe of the film thus far, and then just suddenly eviscerated corpse. Yeah, yeah, it's like the first 30 minutes are, like, feel like they belong on Disney Plus as, like, an adventure movie. <laughs> <laughs> this body just gets absolutely <laughs> eviscerated. Um, and then I think, so, okay, here's maybe what happens. I think there's, like, a long section of the movie where Cole Sprouse is very sad, lonely, and confused. And then, yes, yes, it's like a, okay. he spends a long time maybe in like one dream where it's like just a barren wasteland, nothing's going on, but he's not deep enough to have reached the like purgatory yet. And so mm-hmm. he event like he spends a long time alone in this dream, and then he eventually like goes one deeper and he's in purgatory, and Leo and Saito are there. Mm. And it's like, so, what's going so on? So we've got Dream Cop Leo. Oh Do yeah, I guess think... that leaves that loses Dream well, Cop a little bit. What if they're multiple? What if, if, multiple what if of he's him? ooh multiple Leos? Okay, what if Leonardo DiCaprio is investigating uh, the dream space <laughs> and then uh, Cole commits a different dream crime, which is murder? <laughs> so Leo's like, "Well, I was going to arrest this guy for doing the tech billionaire thing, but now you're a murderer." Yes. Okay. And then I I feel like we need to crest a point. They end up trapped inside of Dream Purgatory, um, deep in limbo, and I and and you need to eventually get them on the same side. You yeah. know. Yeah. Um. Which which I feel like could just be you know uh a uh, hundred years of dream reflection. And, you know, on the, the human condition. But I just don't see Dream Cop Leo putting up with Cole Sprouse for that long. Yeah, that's a good point. I think... He just he put a bullet in his head and be done with it. Yeah, I mean, he's been there before, right? So he knows not to just sit in it. Yeah. Hmm. See, I, f- I feel like we, we've got, like, our, our Act 1 and 2 kind of together. You know, there's there's the turn into the second act with the death of Zach Braff, the nod and wink, and then actual introduction of Leonardo DiCaprio, Time Cop Leo. Time Cop Leo's going after Cole Sprouse. We have a, a sort of action-y middle um, so, where, like, go for it. So here's the issue that I'm realizing. We have backed ourselves into a corner a little bit um, mm. because spoilers and content warning for Inception – the way that they like get out of the dream purgatory is by committing suicide in the dream purgatory. And so we are like slowly pushing ourselves closer and closer to Cole Sprouse killing himself. Um, and- <laughs> well, here, here's the thing. That's where um, Jason Momoa from Slumberland. Ah, um, a magical dream fairy. <laughs> yeah. Is that what a, he is? No- he's a, he's a noted eccentric dream outlaw. Yeah. Okay, and he's like, outlaw. <laughs> He's like, what are you, why are you doing that? I can just magic you out of this dream. And it there opens up a greater dream universe where. Oh my God. And then we can just magic. start. We can just start throwing like any media that has dreams in it <laughs> because we just, we got the rights to it all. Sandman. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Stranger Things. Ella's there mm-hmm. and she's got <laughs> psychic powers. Um, <laughs> what if, Okay. Dream eccentric outlaw Jason Momoa teleports him out and then just Leo guns him down. Ooh. <laughs> uh, uh, introduce a new uh, introduce a new character just for him to be instantly <laughs> murdered after fulfilling his plot point. I love that. 
yeah it, here, here's the thing is like once we've hit the like the deeper dream zone where like dream magic's a thing like leo's having his preconceptions about how dreams work challenged because mm. like you know they think they've got this shit on pat like to you leo go, it's you, a science you know? and to eccentric dream outlaw <laughs> jason momoa it's a magic okay so yeah uh, yeah his name is flip the creature that makes me really unhappy <laughs> Um, what, how does this movie end? Um, uh, he falls in love with the girl from All the Boys I Loved Before. No, no, how does uh, this movie oh. end? <laughs> <laughs> also, I think we should call this movie I Dream of Mars. Oh, that's good. That's a good title. Maybe, that's a good title. Um, maybe Jason Momoa magics him and he's back on Mars and... Dream Mars or regular Mars? I think that's the question. Ooh. He doesn't know, but that's where it ends. But I think he has to decide, is he okay with it? Does he live there, you know? Right. Well, and I think, too, he doesn't know enough about this dream science. He doesn't really know if Zach Braff is dead or not. And I think Zach Braff is back in, on this Mars. So he's like, is this enough? Is this enough? Yeah. Yeah. So what if there is, like, a, a climactic battle actually got to ratchet that action angle mm, and it's mm. you know it's flip the creature versus, versus dream cop leo yeah and and it, it the climactic moment of that battle is flip the creature is like cole sprouse come here and he like touches his forehead or something and cole sprouse disappears and then flip the creature gets gunned down yes yeah because then it leaves it like He's back on Mars, doesn't know. It's it's sort of like the ending to <laughs> spoilers malignant. Uh, <laughs> where the light where the light flashes a little and you're like, "Oh god, is she still stuck in the in the in the I don't know, in the brain zone, you know?" Yeah. And then Leo is conversely stuck back in dream limbo, limbo again. Yeah. Yeah. I Damn, think, it's kind of a sad ending. I kind of think this whole thing, because Saito is there, right? We can talk about him at all, but he's there. I kind of think this all happens while Leo is in purgatory with Saito the last, at the end of Inception. So is there, an, like, it happens just during that time period? Yeah, that was actually, like, that was a premonition. It's the bridging moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. What, so walking what does Cole, okay we've got we've got the plot we don't have to go back through it i think okay okay we're good What's we're good the okay moral? what does cole sprouse learn from this adventure right because there's got to be some sort of emotional angle it's got to be something i think maybe it's like guilt um you know death is only the beginning um mm. i don't know something something Ooh. Hmm. something about death I feel like. Yeah, yeah. So his whole dream was go to Mars. He gets to go to Mars in the in Moonshot. Um, and then he's like, oh, actually, now it's the fact that I love you, girl from all the boys I loved before. Mm -hmm. So maybe, because the movie ends on their return trip to Earth mm. and cuts the credits while they're still in the spaceship. Mm. What if something horrible happened? <laughs> and you get flashes of it throughout the movie. And then it, and then he wakes up on Mars and he's like, oh, thank God, it was all a dream. But really, it's like, did he, is he just dying in the spaceship or dealing with the trauma that the um, Sophie, the girl he fell in love with? Also, the first girl he falls in love with in a single day. Classic. The second girl, it's a single month. And he's like, ready to throw, his, <laughs> to sacrifice everything for either of them. Classic. 
Classic Cole Sprouse. Exactly. Yeah, no, I, I like that angle. And she's, like, for sure, like, caught in a explosive conflagration in the ship. So maybe what Cole Sprouse learns is that sometimes it's better, is it, like, the question that he is faced with at the end is, like, is it better to live a lie or face the truth? Exactly, yeah. And I think um, it's, I think it's a tragic moment at the end where he is, like, Oh, Zach Braff is here. I'm going to stay on Mars. Because you know, the audience knows that it's like he is choosing to live life as a lie. Mm-hmm. And it's like a tragic Yeah, so they, they know why it's, yeah, exactly. They know why it's tragic. So wow. you've been endeared to this kind of goofy guy, but he gets increasingly like solemn um, as the, the film goes on. Yeah. You know, like he kills a man. <laughs> and it really changes him. Yeah. Wow. I, I think... I think we it's wrote a, another movie. Yeah, I think that's a canon sequel to both Moonshot and Inception. <laughs> Inception 2, get out of here. Um, I Dream of Mars is coming for you. Are they making an Inception 2? Probably. They're probably not making a Moonshot 2. <laughs> Pretty dumb that it's called Moonshot. They go to Mars and not the moon. Yeah, well, I guess Mars shot <laughs> didn't really roll <laughs> off the tongue. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so I love it. We also got a little bit of Slumberland. You can watch Slumberland <laughs> on Netflix, I think. I don't know. Watch Netflix. <laughs> so uh, consider that a plug for a movie I've never seen before. Yeah, it seems pretty bad, actually. Well, it has nine fans on Letterboxd. So thank you. Thank you so much for doing a little riffing, Alex. Coming to the writer's room Yeah. Uh, for this bonus episode. Yeah, of course. I mean, this is the tough cut, and we sure did cut whatever little bits we wanted out of these three, four movies now. (laughs) (laughs) And we created a masterpiece. So I'm looking for the, the green light for the, the check to, to cash so we can start production. (laughs) Hey, it's green Um, for me. You're the money guy. That's true. That's true. Well, if you enjoyed today's show, um, a nice little bonus to hold you over till our Oscar bracket starts next week. Also, if you haven't, check out the our Oscar predictions. We went over every single thing that was nominated for an Oscar and said what we think is going to win or what we want to win. Yeah. Um, beyond that, you can follow us on social media at Tough Cut Pod. Uh, we're on all of your favorites. Um, and you should share this episode with... Um, the last person you had a dream about. Ooh. It's kind of fun. Unless also, it's Zach Braff. Yeah, don't share it with Zach Braff because we do him dirty in this one. He dies. <laughs> we almost gave him a love story, and then we killed him instead. <laughs> um, I don't think there's anything else. I don't think so. Did you say Oscars bracket next next week? I did. I did. Yeah, do that one. Yeah, I, I already said that. <laughs> um, all right, just a nice little sweet treat of an episode yeah. for all you faithful listeners. Ooh, I know, I know how we can end it. Take cover, child. A little throwback. That's a reference. A little throwback. We used to do that. We used to do go that listen more. to our backlog of ninety plus episodes no, to understand from, that. Uh, joke. It came from Nicolas Cage. Yeah, well, that's still like eighty episodes of listening. Yeah, they don't have to listen to all the episodes in between, Matt. It's, what? It's a, from one movie, and we did it for like twenty episodes. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, bye, everyone. The funniest podcast on the planet. (laughs) 